1: looking good yes
0: yes so head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all enjoy who am I to speak on calmness right now when I'm
1: still mad at my children once you put these things into place how do we measure that it's working yeah you're fine you made it get off the ride we're here We got there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the best real estate analogy you have ever, ever had. Not my monkeys. Yeah. Not my circus. Yeah. Don't put your monkey on my back. So I finally
0: said, hey, name. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community
1: over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Are we starting? Oh, yep. Okay. What's up, hey epi- It's episode 167. We were taking
0: deep breaths. Because <sighs> you're supposed to breathe from... The belly, I guess, Uh, yeah. Fill the belly first up to your lungs.
1: Yeah, don't, don't, don't Don't chest chest breathe. breathe. Yeah, (laughs) people, like, what in the world is happening right now? We're talking today. We're talking about calm, finding your calm in your real estate business. Um, um, I like it. So we're gonna set the scene. We're doing some deep breathing. Everyone in your car, wherever you are, doing laundry, deep breaths into your belly. You know what's so funny? Breathe out. Lately, you know how
0: you don't hear about something for a long time and then all of a sudden you hear about it all the time? All the time. Lately, breathing is a hot topic. The importance of
1: breathing has been a super hot topic. Breathing is (laughs) really important. It is really important. And I just learned a lot about it in my therapy from after my back surgery. Mm -hmm. I was not breathing correctly at all. I still, like, I just don't breathe. Like I'm breathing super shallow. So your body is just doing
0: the minimum to survive, but is not working efficiently for you. Right, exactly. You need like a
1: tune-up. Yeah, I do do some round breathing when I feel like stress or if I wake up in the night feeling upset. Do you know what round breathing is? Tell me. You count four in, you hold four, you count four out when you're breathing, and then you hold four with with the breath out. So... In for four, Mm -hmm. hold for four, out for four, Mm. hold for four. This is a technique to calm your, I guess, your whole nervous system down. When I was little, my aunt had this workout
0: video. (laughs) Was it Jane Fonda? No, but she kind of looked like that. Okay. Okay. And it was about breathing. Oh. And the lady did these great, we watched it and laughed and <laughs> laughed. Because she. the whole point was to exhale as fully as you can. Okay. You know, people put a lot of emphasis on breathing in. Yeah. But also the exhale was like yeah. so important. And she would get to the end where she couldn't do it anymore and start like making noises. <gasps> she was like convulsing? She was just like, trying to get as much of the air out of her lungs as she could so then there was a study where if you changed nothing Uh okay so before i tell you this one time recently because we were talking about it at my book club we get off on these tangents
1: okay i googled when you lose weight uh uh-huh where does it go (laughs) you breathe it out at night you do i know i've read this yeah
0: so, like, you were like, of I course, can't understand. you know, right? I'm like, is it your digestive system? Is it, I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. It's actually, <laughs> it, it, it comes out as CO2. It's, it's, yes. This is when correct. you burn fat, it leaves mm-hmm. your body. Yep. Yep. So, they did a study mm-hmm. where the people didn't even know
1: what the study was for. And they were deep breathing? They, yeah, they, they didn't, but they didn't
0: know what was being measured. Okay. So, they didn't know, like, are you trying to figure out, sleep. They told the people, we don't want you to start exercising. Don't change anything. We don't want you to change what you eat. We're, we're not even going to, what they were measuring is weight loss, but they didn't tell the people that. Okay. okay? So half the group, they said, you do nothing. Just live your life. Okay. You, we want y'all do nothing, but in the morning and at night, we want you to deep breathe. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, told them how. Okay. And those people, all of them, lost weight. I'm loving this so much right now.
1: Just for breathing. Just breathing. Yeah. Just breathe. What song is that? <laughs> Just breathe. Faith Hill. Yes, Faith Hill.
0: <laughs> Just breathing. So what I was, was do, when I was doing research about this episode, oh no matter how many different resources I went to, I went to finding calm in your business, finding calm at home, finding calm in you know, your family life, with your kids, with your clients. It all recommended that you start with breathing.
1: Okay, do you wanna give us some hot tips for the breathing though? Because I feel like this is something we can all do. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is that we're in our car a lot. Okay.
0: So we have time, to- breathing is something we do all the time. Good news. So while you're We're driving, doing it right. you can take deep breaths. Okay, you can turn off your radio. You can actually sit in silence for a minute. Okay, I love it. And focus on nothing
1: except driving, and breathing. And the bre- the focus. It's important that you're also focusing on the breathing, so, so that you're not having all these racing thoughts about other things. Correct.
0: Got That's it? what it does. So okay. also, my husband Tanner mm-hmm. is really into you know anything health related. Oh, I love and it. And he loves to try anything.
1: So he and he has
0: been doing these YouTube breathing exercises. Okay. But it goes to show you can YouTube anything and it oh, walks you, sure you through it. So while you're in your car, it can be telling you, breathe in, breathe out. <sighs> like it can walk you through I how long to it. hold it. Uh-huh. Um, if you're feeling anxious before a listing appointment
1: breathing will calm you good and maybe we should also hold our hands up because we got to do our power position yes Yes. you can calm yourself and open yourself up and make yourself big yeah all these things yeah so
0: powerful anyway i just thought it was funny that that's what you started off with because the number one thing i had in my notes was if you're trying to find calm and clarity and direction yeah You have to first be able to think clearly, and you can only think clearly if you're getting the appropriate amount of oxygen and releasing the toxins
1: from your body. Okay, I love that. And you might, as a side note, lose some excess weight you didn't need. Um, What episode were we talking about this before with the clarity and- Inner voice? No, but it was another one just not that far before that where I remember it was talking about I'll go find it later, but anyway, we do talk about clarity a lot, and I do. I was also going to continue setting our calming scene with a nice candle. Oh, you're going to light a candle. So for us? while we're talking about our deep breathing, I'm going to light a candle for us. Let's see if it works. These matches sometimes are. Oh no my! on my first. Try YouTube. They're sometimes they're very finicky. Okay, so you were a little hesitant when we were about <laughs> to record this. Shall we talk about it or no?
0: Well, I just had a not-so-calm mom parenting moment. Right. And so I was like, who am I to speak on calmness
1: right now when I'm still mad at my children? But remember, podcast therapy. Podcast therapy. Podcast therapy. So I think we're going to take this from a business angle, but calm (laughs) is one of those things that if you're not feeling calm in your life, in your personal life, it pours into your work, and if you're not feeling calm in your work, it can pour into your personal life. And maybe your fuse was a little shorter with your kids because you had a little work stress. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they all yeah. Are,
0: they're all there. Well, people think they can compartmentalize. No, and you can't.
1: No, they're all there. So one is definitely affecting the other. So we're going to give you some tips on how to make your business more calm, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. how do we get through this very kind of sometimes fast-paced, um, urgent, such a major thing for our clients, right? Like, they're they're making this huge decision. This is a life-changing event. And we are basically taken along on that mo- emotional roller coaster over and over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. right? Well, I mean, how do you calm down if you're constantly on that roller coaster? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You can't be on the roller coaster. Right. You're like the
0: person at the end of the roller coaster that does the lever. Oh, I love this analogy. <laughs> Your clients are on the roller coaster. You're running the coaster. I'm running the coaster. I'm like, are you ready? I'm going to pull the lever. Go. Boom. And then they're like, ah.
1: And you're like, don't worry. I've done all the maintenance checks. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Buckle up. <laughs> I love and this And then like, they come back and you're just sitting there. And they're like. (gasps) And you're like, see, I told you you weren't gonna die. Yeah, you're fine, you made it. Get off the ride. We're here. We got there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the best real estate analogy you have ever, ever had. That's exactly what it's like though. Yeah. Okay, I told you you'd be okay. You were doing all the crazy stuff, the Mm loop-de-loops. I'm over here just like, "Mm, next ride's in five minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna get off. Okay. I'm gonna guide and direct you, make sure you're safe, and make sure we accomplish your goals. Perfect. Perfect. So really, it's about you putting out that calming So one presents. time, this is
0: a total side note. One Please. time, me and my dad, I'm trying to remember where we were. Were Maybe, you on a roller
1: coaster? Yeah, the
0: Tennessee Tornado. I don't know where that is. I don't know if it's in Dolly Six Flags, or, I have no clue. But me and my dad did a roller coaster contest. I'm sorry. And we what? rode it 12 times in a row. Did you throw up? No. I'm a kind of a roller coaster junkie.
1: Are you? Mm-hmm. I
0: don't like it. Me and my dad have gone skydiving together. We uh, scuba dive together. Uh-huh. You know, I was like a young teen or maybe eleven or twelve, and me and my dad did the Tennessee tornado 12 roller coaster. Times. But it goes to show, I didn't feel after I got off. I felt a little discombobulated for a bit. <laughs> Rightfully so. Probably was not not a great smart for decision your inner year. Yeah. No. But if we ride the roller coaster with every client we have, oh God, that's how we're gonna feel. It's like going twelve times in a row. You can't do that. You can't
1: your body can't take it.
0: I mean, when I bought and sold my house, I went through the roller coaster, right. i I felt the feels. Right. I felt nervous. Yeah. And then, when you're helping others, mm-hmm. you can help them without
1: riding the ride. Agree. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of episodes in our past that I think are so, so important here. 48. I didn't realize it was this long ago. 48. Taking the emotion out of real estate. Mm -hmm. So when you, because here's the other problem. You're dealing with emotional clients. You're dealing with emotional agents. You're dealing with sometimes emotional lenders. I mean, people are Mm -hmm. all. um, Feisty. You're putting their vibes on you. Yeah. Like constantly putting their emotions out and you're having to like. Yeah! Whoa! Whoa! No! Like, get away! No. I don't I don't want this. So forty-eight is taking the emotion out of real estate, and eighty-five mm-hmm. is the importance of emotional boundaries. Yeah. So how do you stay off of the roller coaster as the operator? How do yeah. you keep yourself from getting on it? Because it's a fine line. It is. You might just have accidentally got on, and you got to like whoa, back oh, it no, up. Oh, got to oh, get no. off. Got to get off. I'm supposed to be running the coaster. I'm yes. Not supposed to be on the coaster. So I made this note that. You have to be the energy that you want to receive yeah, or attract. If you want calm in your real estate business, you can't let the feisty agent pull you off of your peaceful game. Right. Um, I have a current deal that the agent, this is, we've talked about this before, every time she calls me, I answer. And every time she launches into me as if I know why she's upset, hmm. I'm like, again, why are we upset now? Yeah, can you, can you tell don't me? I don't even know Do what you you're Do you use your about. Delilah voice? I, so not, look, and my initial reaction is always extreme rage and anger, and I want to just repeat back to her what she does to me. Right. I want to be like, no, why would I know? Like. Like, I'm just, but she, and she's so amped up. Like, she comes in at a 10 on every conversation. Oh, gosh. At a, at a full-on 10, either she's angry or excited or happy. Like, they're all the different emotions, but it's a 10 all the time. Yeah. And she talks so much that I'm able to take the breath because I don't even have time to respond angrily. Right. Right. And I take the breath and she's finishing out and I'm formulating in my mind, like, what am I going to do with the situation? And then I respond as calmly as I can. And she usually diffuses. Okay. But I can already tell if I get went with my initial reaction of like, I'm angry back or Mm -hmm. I'm amped up back at you. It's just going to go like in circles. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to be on that Mm -hmm. ride. Like, I just, I can't. So you just can't control the people you're going to meet in your real estate career. So just now,
0: I took a phone call. <laughs> Let's hear about it. And my seller, who is having a emotional attachment to the home we are selling. Right. And we are finally under contract at a price that she's not pleased with, but oh, it's a yeah. great price. Okay. And we are in the inspections Mm -hmm. and the buyers are having a secondary roof inspection and a secondary AC inspection. And she is just a ball of nerves. She's so anxious and angry about it. And I just got off the phone with her and I answered when she called and she said, these people are just making me nuts. I mean, they're, they're gonna ask for this. I said, I have a reminder for you. You don't have to do anything. Right. If, if you would prefer to put the house back on the market, when they send their request, you can say no. No one can make you do anything. You're in control. Right. You're the seller. So you get to decide what yeah. you feel comfortable doing. Right. So when we get their repair request, finally, we can decide what do we feel is reasonable. Yeah. And if you feel it is unreasonable, we say no.
1: no. And she went, oh, I like that. Yeah, but she was worked up about something that literally hadn't even happened yet. I know. Just the parts of the process are yes, working her up. Yes. It, it's And it's dragging out. So Ugh. she just wants an
0: answer. I and I get know. it. It's, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. I'm like, how are we going to make it? I don't know. You're like, I have to keep diffusing this bomb. Yes, I do. I right? did. But it's just a reminder that like, hey, you're in control. Yeah. Nobody can make you do any... Because she kept saying, they're going to make me do this and that. I said, wait, stop saying that. Yeah. Because that's not the right word because they, you don't have to say any, you don't have to do anything. You handle that well. It it worked for her. Because she was like, okay. Now I will say it was kind of trial and error with this client because (laughs) in the beginning, the conversations were lasting very long. Oh no. Because I was trying to empathize. Uh Uh-huh, no. But it was fueling, I realized with her specifically, it was fueling the flame. Right. And she actually responds better to blunt reality checks, which is great because that's what I do. (laughs) That's your specialty.
1: That is. (laughs) That's what I do. I was like, man, this empathy is for the birds, and it wasn't working.
0: It wasn't working with this particular client. But that's fine. And ever since I have stopped letting her go Mm -hmm. off on like interrupting her and saying, no, 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 I have to stop you because actually, what you're saying is not correct. Right? Let me tell you why. Mm -hmm. and then she's like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. So we have to be the voice of reason sometimes. I have shared before, probably in one of the two episodes that you mentioned, that there's a lady in my office named Jennifer Richardson. Mm -hmm. And it was like my first year ever Mm -hmm. in real estate. I never felt calm. I always felt this sense of urgency, Urgency. even though I didn't know what the urgency was drawing Mm -hmm. me to do. I felt like I didn't necessarily have a ton of direction. I was trying to overplease every client I had and Mm -hmm. just came off basically as desperate. (laughs) But I remember meeting her at sales meeting and she introduced herself and was like, are you new? And I said, yes. And she's an older lady. She's so funny. I said, Yep. And she was like, Well, one day you're going to be my age and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, Oh God, no, no, you know. But she's, I think I asked her because she's so funny and I had seen her in sales meetings before. I'm like, But how do you stay so happy? Right. Like, what, how are you getting through this? Yeah. And she said, I just tell people, Don't put your monkey on my back.
1: I am so glad that you said that because I wrote down, just keep repeating to yourself. Not my monkeys. Not my not monkeys. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Yeah. Not my circus. Yeah. Don't put your monkey on my back. No. And she,
0: you two can see, she, when she says it, she physically pretends like she's picking up a monkey and like giving it back. <laughs> she's like, I can't take this. And it was the visual. And she said, I love my clients. Yeah. I care about my clients. I'm going to help them overcome whatever we need to overcome. But I cannot. Live through each right. emotion with them. No, I would not be able to. If if we're all feeling that way, who's going to save the day? Right. No one. No who's one gonna can stop save the, the, the day. roller
1: coaster at the end of the ride. No, it
0: just keeps going like the Tennessee tornado. Right. You just on there forever.
1: Yeah. And then you get yes.
0: sick. Don't put that monkey. On I think. My back. I mean, that was almost twelve years ago, and I still think about it all the time. Whenever I'm having a struggle with you know feeling what a client feels too much or mm-hmm. i'm let you know i'm reading a book to my kids and thinking about this situation right. i'm like this isn't good no i actually think about physically just take it off getting the monkey off yes. of me and being like i can rest knowing i'm doing everything i can to help the situation yes
1: I think you caught a really important point in that story when you were talking about how you felt. So you felt there was a sense of urgency because you didn't know what you're supposed to be doing. Correct. So for our newer agent listeners, that's kind of how the beginning feels. You're always worked up and concerned and nervous and you're not confident and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You feel like everything is like a sense of urgency to get your career off the ground like a full on it's not just urgency for a task it's like how do I make this work like because it's hard to be patient for those first couple of years and I feel like knowing how to do the simplest task and being confident in how you do them is probably where you handle this like you don't know what to do well how do you work with the buyer Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. what is it that you do from the beginning all the way to the end how do you work with a seller? What do you do from the beginning all the way to the end? If you don't know how to do that, how are you going to learn a way to do that and to have those, so our, our good old friend, systems. Mm-hmm. So if you have the systems in place, then you don't have to feel that kind of uneasy urgency like, okay, well, I got a client and now I don't know what to do or I yeah. don't know how to get a client. Like You just don't even have a system for I anything. know this
0: is going to sound crazy. But when I meet with people who, like, don't know me that well, and they're like, how do you manage all of these transactions? Like, how do you not just, like, drop the ball or forget something? And I'm like, well, there's nothing in my email that says anybody needs anything. So my system of making sure everybody has what they need is that when they ask for it, I do it, and I take it off my plate. Right. So – I have my systems in place and I keep a tidy email. Right. And so it's just not that hard for me. Right. But that's just
1: what works for me. Right. But if you don't have a list of the steps or right. a checklist or, a, you know, a process in place, then you always kind of feel uneasy like you're forgetting something. Yeah. Like, wait, I don't know. Like, what's, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to be? Do? I'm sure I'm supposed to be doing something right now. Mm-hmm. And even before you have those clients, you feel like, well, wait, what is that agent doing? What is that agent doing? How do they get business? And then you feel like you have to do all mm-hmm. of those things. Well, I better go and knock on doors and put on the little, the little door hanger and I better send, you know, mail to all of my database and I better go um, buy online leads and I better go have a social media strategy. And like, you're like getting buried under all these things that you have to do Yeah, because you're like, I don't know what to do. So I better do all of them. hmm And that's really tough to handle. You can't be calm. You cannot be calm while you're doing all of it. I
0: did find some tips. Oh, let's hear it. The first one was breathe.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I like that. You know what? Because that is very simple. And although we're kind of being joking a little about it. Literally, this will help you. And that's a mindset shift. Like, take a minute, take a breath. Are you feeling like are how are you sitting at your desk? Right. Are you hunched over? Are you tense? Are you forgetting to breathe? Have you not drank water lately? I remember Jenna Kutcher kind of walking through this in an episode of the podcast. Like, stop what you're doing. How are you driving? Are you gripping the steering (sighs) wheel really tight? Like, what Literally, are you physically feeling at that moment? The
0: other day I I was like getting my nails done Uh and she said, relax your hand. And And I was like, it is. It is. And And she's like, No. (laughs) Relax your hand. And then I like, it took a second and I was like, oh. (laughs) I felt it. Relax. And I'm like, am I that tense? I didn't even notice. Sometimes I feel like myself personally. I seem very like calm, cool, and collected. And I and I even feel it. Mm -hmm. But
1: I hold the tension physically. In the muscles. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, yeah. That's like mom life. I have to be. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's stored deep in your tissue. It's deep in there. I know. So the breathing, though, helps get that out. It does. Yes. Like you have to release. Yes. It, these are... These are practices that you have to literally practice. It's not going to be like, oh, today I learned how to breathe and I'm good and I breathe. No, Mm -hmm. you have to have constant reminders. Just like people who have to breathe all the time. do like meditation as a practice. It's sure they might get better at getting to like kind of that quiet, calm place faster, but they're mm-hmm. not like, it's not it's not riding a bike, okay? Right. Just because you figured out the right way to breathe once doesn't mean every breath you take is perfect and you are having calming breaths every day. You got to like remember, like, so there needs to be a trigger. like A prompt. There's got to so be a prompt. So in the Hustle Humbly community
0: mm-hmm. for Book Club, yeah. we read Atomic Habits. Right. So good. So good. One of the tips was you can't just say – I'm going to drink this much water every day. It's not going to work. You're you're not going to actually... Because you don't have a plan or a reason to execute it. Mm -hmm. And so they had to make prompts. So for example, I can't drink my cup of coffee until I drink my first glass of water. Perfect. After I finish my coffee, I drink another glass of water. Right. Before lunch, I drink a glass of water. At lunch etc you know you have these prompts so before i answer the phone when the phone rings i quickly take a deep breath in take a deep breath that's your prompt do you really do that that's a great idea well it was in the research i read what a genius idea Mm
1: -hmm. hey Alyssa. hey katie what do we mention almost every episode email templates. You're right, we sure do. <laughs> and after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have <laughs> copies of the email templates. Can you send me a copy of that template? I've sure. never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What? You can get all of our email templates from our course, Email Templates 101. Tell the people about it. Our course has all of the
0: email templates you would need to send to your buyers and your sellers and your clients that are buying and selling at the same time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) To get through every step of the transaction and giving them information that they need for where they are in the transaction.
1: It's great because you never forget to tell them something.
0: Yes, and we've already done all the work for you. We wrote them and you can personalize them. Yes. And just feel organized knowing that
1: Templates with an S, 101.com. Email templates101.com. Yes, head over for reviews and all of the specifics. Wonderful. Okay, enjoy. Or before, I need to
0: work on this one because it's kind of like impulse control too. So like when Haven's like, I don't like this dinner oh, yeah. that she ate last week, all of it, <laughs> Taking like making that my prompt... Instead of just immediately being like, "Well, last week you said you liked it," you know, yeah. ah! just just taking making it be your prompt. Now, here's the thing, though, you have to do it enough times to become a habit, right? So I can't just say every time my kid aggravates me, I'm going to take a deep breath in and out, right? It's not because you can't just say that. You have to actually, yeah put it into practice sure. until it becomes like your default. Yeah. So your prompt is the kid complains. Right. Oh, I have to take a deep breath and then I speak. Yeah. I love that. But but it's the prompt.
1: Right. So, um it was your friend with the
0: push-ups and the <laughs> Yes, the um so he wanted to do push-ups. So he said, "While the coffee brews, I just do push-ups on the kitchen floor
1: until it finishes." Right. So here's a hot tip for calming Why don't you do your 10 breaths while your coffee is brewing? Right. Right? Mm -hmm. You're already like in a place where you're about to be calmed by your coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do the breathing
0: before. In fact, you may need to monitor your caffeine intake if you're feeling too stressed out because caffeine elevates the heart rate and causes feelings of stress and anxiety. That's a good tip. So just be sure that you're monitoring. Maybe you don't need the coffee maybe today. Maybe you don't need the coffee today. Maybe, maybe just or maybe, the just, breathing. maybe just a one cup in the morning and nothing the rest of the day. Let it go. Evaluate. Okay, that's step two. Okay. After you have- How many steps breathe, are there? Uh, four. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was yes, a number. Yes. Um, reflect and evaluate. Actually, so if you're in your business and you're like, I cannot get it together. Mm -hmm. I hang out with a lot of realtors. I know. Okay. And even when I go do CE at our board in person and see everyone, Mm -hmm. they cannot help but just.
1: They put have have the frazzle vibes. Oh. The way they run out of the room to use their phone when the breaks happen is what always throws me off. I'm like, whoa, what kind of fires are you putting out? Because I'm just like. Every day seems to be fire
0: or a struggle or a stressful day every day. It's like
1: your friend that always has all the drama, and then you start to realize the common denominator is them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, wait, step one was what?
0: Breathe. Step Step two, two? reflect and evaluate. So, you really have to ask yourself first what is working? Okay. So, for example, I'll do this exercise myself. Oh. I feel like what is working is I have always forever been able to keep a tidy email. It works for me. Perfect. It's what keeps my brain. So email, good, great. Um, what is working, putting away my phone in the evenings totally helps me. Okay. So what's not working? Oh, let's hear it. Are you going to share us So something? for example, sometimes I drop the ball on sending like the utility email seven days before closing. Yeah, I dropped the ball on that one a lot. You know, that's a hard one because you really have to- Because closing kind of moves around. that's what happens. Yeah. The closing gets moved around and then that date that I put on my calendar for that particular email uh no longer applies, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. right. So figuring out, okay, okay. What are the things that are stressing me out? Is my buyer sending me houses via text all the time? Right. And and it causes me to look at my phone while I'm eating lunch and going, oh, I got to do the- Maybe now I say, Hey, Mr. Buyer, would you mind sending this to me in an email so I can make notes and check the flood zones when I get back to yeah. my computer? Thank you. Thanks. So it's it's about being aware. Cause right. I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of realtors, because they don't have systems in place. Yeah, they don't even know what is working. What's stressing me? What out. is not
1: working. Right. I just feel stressed all, the, all time. the time. All the time. Well, they also don't shut it off. Are you done with your tips? Um, you have one more. So
0: after you reflect and evaluate with uh-huh. what's working, uh-huh. what's not working, okay, you have to make changes. Okay, so this can be asking for help. Okay, hiring, mm-hmm. like maybe you need like an admin to just keep right. track of all these things, or you want an admin uh-huh. to handle some of your newsletter stuff. Yeah, you know, like we just talked about in the episode. Um, but just figuring out. What is working, what's not working, and then getting support for the rough areas. Okay. She. Whenever I was reading about this, they said, but the problem is they give it like a week and that well, that's not working, but you actually have to give things the changes like a little bit of time, like maybe two or three weeks, yeah. four weeks a month, depending what the change is. Yeah. And seeing, is it making me feel better? Do I feel like this is handled? Well, I think you
1: also have to check in with yourself because we also get in a pattern of believing that we're under stress or or worried or worked up or not calm. And then you maybe don't even realize, yes, these practices are making me feel better. I'm less often saying I'm totally overwhelmed Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Like, but when are you checking in with yourself? Like, what are the, I guess you kind of need to know, what are the, like, measures to figure it out? Like, do I you know, have to have two glasses of wine every night because I'm so stressed out and I can't wind down. Yeah. it's like but so what when you once you put these things into place, how do we measure that it's working? Yeah I think that what you just said is a great example. you know, wow, I don't feel like I
0: need two glasses tonight, right maybe I just need one And then the next night you're like, you know, I just want a bubble bath right. If there's areas that are yeah triggering that, Sometimes I get like that with coffee. Oh, yeah. So this transition to kindergarten mm-hmm. has me waking up an hour earlier. Yeah. Which we were just discussing. And I used to just drink one coffee in uh-huh. the morning. And that was it for right. the rest of the day. Okay. Now I find myself at 2 o'clock. like, You're like whoa. Oh, my gosh. You're I really like, There's like, a lot of this day I'm, left. Yes, I'm really struggling. I need to pick me up, you know. Okay. So then I drink coffee, but it doesn't really seem to help. It kind of just makes me like – Uh, My sister's a night shift nurse and she just posted on her Instagram stories, when you drink that third cup of coffee, but all it does is elevate your heart rate, but not actually make you feel more awake. (laughs) And I was like, yes, that's how I feel. That's sometimes how I feel sometimes. Like sometimes you actually just need like to move around or get outside, go for like a five
1: minute walk.
0: Like there's, there's, so maybe, so then I realized after two weeks, like this isn't working. Right. I just knew. Right. Like. So then I just started going and walking in my driveway or oh, great idea. You
1: know. Just take a little walk. I have a great story. Okay. Last night, I same. It's the beginning of school. As we're recording this, it's the beginning of school. Like we're basically yeah. we're just getting into these early mornings, these routines, you know, having to wake up a little earlier. By, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, I am like so tired. I'm just like <laughs> so tired. Last night, and and my real estate business has been really busy. And so it's just been like, kind of like, you just feel like you're constantly moving, right? So I was feeling so tired last night after dinner. I'm like, look. I'm going to lay down in the bed. I'm going to watch some TV. I'm going to calm down and relax. Well, no one had played with the dog all day because it has been raining, so he hadn't really done any of his activity. He came in there. He gets on the bed, and then he keeps dropping the toy off like a game for me to pick up. With every time that I had to get up and pick up that toy, I just was getting more and more aggravated and more and more And I'm like, I'm so tired. My body hurts. I just need to rest. I don't want to get up and pick up this toy. And then I was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I went. I got the kids. We went outside. We walked the dog. Aww. I thought my body was like at the end of what it could handle for the day. But the little leisurely walk got all the energy out of the dog. And I totally was like, fine. I saw a nice sunset. Everything was okay. So, Breathing and walking are probably well out, the easiest things you can do. nature. Just like just being – Get outside. Yeah. Walk.
0: It doesn't have to be a fast walk. I, I mean, being outside is the only thing that makes Tate stop crying. Almost all babies. Yeah. It's like – I think it it's goes different. back to like our – Biology, Yeah, like just being out of the box you're in. Yeah. Like the house that you're in. Yes. Yeah, that's why like sometimes I say just for fun, like change up your work environment. That makes like, sense. Like before kids, I went to New Orleans one day
1: mm-hmm. and just
0: worked in New Orleans at a coffee shop just yeah. to change it up. Just like, okay, get out of the box. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think um, you just have to, yeah, get up and move do your breathing, just be mindful though. How are you feeling? What, mm-hmm. what things are triggering you and how can you step away from them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Any more of your list? That was the tips. Good. Okay. Perfect. All right. So here's where I think a lot of people struggle in real estate. They don't know how to shut it off. Correct. Ever. And we talk about this all the time, but one of the easiest things you can do, and you can go listen to um, Anna Cornick, One of her very first episodes, I think is shutdown routine. Mm. What is the – and it can be so basic. What is the routine that tells your brain you are going from work hours to non-work hours, okay? And do not tell me that you have to be on call 24-7. You should probably either go back and re-listen to the whole podcast or don't listen at all Mm -hmm. because that's not true. Yeah. You do not have to work 24-7. So what is the – what are the things you do? Do you, And mine simply is like, I finish, clean up my email, close out my browser tabs, close the laptop. Maybe I had a candle on in my office, blow out the candle, turn off the light, leave the room, shut down routine. Yes. Work is over. Complete. I have literally left the space. This is why I also say that you have to pick a space if you're working at home, that is always the space where you work. Mm. If you don't have a dedicated office, like, I, like I'm fortunate to have, and you do, where I know this is the office. I don't do anything in here except for work. So if I'm not in here, I'm not working. If I am in here, I'm probably working. If you have to work your dining room table, that's fine. But just make sure that there's like a routine to... Unoffice office it yeah like right? maybe when you're done at the table you
0: put your laptop away you right. put a vase back on the table whatever it is yeah you just have to shift like now it's an office that kind of goes back to atomic habits I yes think. you know like just actually physically yes. doing something right. that tells your brain hey we're good now
1: right this is what we're doing yes we can do this we can do hard things um The other thing I think that helps when you feel like you're always, not always on, but like you're always overwhelmed and you don't know if you've done anything, you should have a weekly check-in built into your business. If you have transactions, whether they're buyers that are current, like warm, hot buyers, current active listings or under contract, you know, transactions, you need a weekly Mm check-in. It does not take that long.
0: Well, that's just like, that's me opening my Trello. Right. And just quickly glancing at the yeah, pendings, go everything's good. The active buyers, the potential sellers. Is there anyone I need to check in to see? Exactly. Or if somebody emails me and is like, hey, look, we're having the house power washed in two weeks and then I think we'd be ready. Mm-hmm. I need to put that on my calendar. Like, yeah. hey, in two weeks, I need to remember right. to check in with this person. Anytime someone gives you a date right, further out your brain is going to feel nervous Until that they're going to forget it. Yeah. So if you write it down, it just takes it off your plate. You don't have to always have it lingering. Right. How can I get these balls out of my court? Yes. For now. Yes.
1: Like just so I can calm That's down. That's exactly like right. what I
0: asked myself. Like how can I give them homework? Right. I'm actually – maybe I'll a little get some advice from you. On Saturday night, I got a text that was like, Hey, Alyssa, so-and-so referred me to you. I think I might want to do a 1031 exchange. I'm not sure. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, It was a long text and it was nighttime. And I said- On a Saturday. On a Saturday. And I just responded and said, hey, no problem. I'd be so happy to help you. I actually did a 1031 exchange myself. Um, I know which attorneys do it. Here's my email address. Do you mind just sending me like a little bit about your information, the addresses and things? Well, they never responded to the text or emailed me you know? Right. And I'm like, but my brain thought it was in the queue. Mm -hmm. But I'm realizing sometimes when I do that, it's totally out of sight, out of mind. And I just take it as the way the world is supposed to be. I put the ball in their court. This didn't work out. And if they do what they're supposed to do, great. We're on the right track to you being the type of client I want. Right. If you don't do it and I have to constantly hold your hand or check in and be like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Guess what? It's not quite the type of client that I want. Right. So I'm at this place where I'm like- Do I push it or do I just dodge the bullet? Right, I don't know, I can't decide. If I do it, if I check in again, I need to do it soon. I need to, you know. I think the second check-in is fine, just to be like, hey, I didn't hear back from you. Did you need anything else? But here's the thing. Some agents are trained
1: to like check in till you're it's just the ten t- until they tell you to stop. Right. This is right. not a way I want to address other humans in my life, whether it's right. personally or professionally. I do not want to force you to have to basically break up with me, tell me to leave you alone, yell. You know, like feel like and oh, this is you something again. I went
0: through right. as a new agent because I was doing a lot of phone duty. Yeah. So I accumulated this long list, because I was documenting everybody. Right. So I was like hardcore but i will tell you maybe every now and then there was a success story where on the 70th time they, <laughs> responded. they were so like, but was it worth all that time to get that one deal no. i don't know i think it goes back to that episode we just did about i don't want to be everyone's realtor yeah. and this doesn't matter if you have a ton of business or not If it's someone that you know is not going to be good for you Mm -hmm. or work the way that you want to work, or they have a schedule that only allows for showings when is the hardest time for you. Okay. Right. It's okay to say, listen, I usually cannot work after five every day. Right. You know, this, if that's what you need, it may not work out. I don't go to that area. I don't go that far. Um, It's okay to let things go. Have you ever heard that?
1: saying bless and release oh no but i like it what no tell me just uh, like bless and release like if this isn't right like if this isn't the client for me if they didn't contact me back instead of because we're trying to talk about how to be calm within the in in the you know your business yeah if someone rejects you or doesn't respond to you instead of you being like Oh, I feel so bad. I must Reject suck. It. They didn't want to work with me or they didn't respond to me. Or I've got this constant to-do list thing on my list because they won't respond to me. Just bless and release. Yeah. Oh well, that wasn't for me. We're moving on. I love when um, you know, those the people who do like mindset and um, you know. All the law of attraction friends, they are always talking about letting, you know, things flow through you or letting the, you know, things happen the way, just, you don't have to resist everything. Yeah. You just let it be, Mm -hmm. let it be. They didn't respond back. Well, they started off on the wrong foot because they texted you on Saturday night. Yeah. Is that really someone I'm hardcore going to press to try and be my client?
0: Right. And then if I, when I did respond and, and said, hey, perfect. Just shoot me an
1: email so I can understand yeah, your they didn't information. Didn't even say thanks. No, they didn't. I mean Alyssa. Honest, I don't know. take it all back. Do not contact them again. Honestly, if you were reaching out to a professional about anything, would you ever say, "I'm going to do that Saturday night at 8 p.m." <laughs> right. I've never talked to this person before in my life. Right. This is the first impression. They probably are
0: doing nothing. So I have an example. I like the real life examples. Please. I had a lady who I didn't really. I I don't know her. Um. She was like, you sold my neighbor's house, okay? And I think I want to sell my house. This was back in March. Okay. So I said, great. I would love to help you. um, What's your email address? I have like a photo checklist. Well, so I sent her that and I've been following up with her. I don't know why. You're going to laugh at how many times I followed up with this lady. Oh, my God. This is all me. Wait, she never responded? No. And you kept doing it? But she – because then it just became like a (sighs) – Thing and I kept checking the address <gasps> to see if she listed with somebody else, Alyssa. This is hilarious. What made you follow up so hard? Um, I the neighborhood is right by me. Oh, you're like, I really would like to take this. I listing. love the neighborhood. I just the phone call was so great. You're like, we were friends, and then I sent her the information and she responded and said, Thank you so much. This is so Did helpful. Did she ever respond to a text? Okay, so like, listen. Does she just not? Okay, okay. go, go, go. Okay, so then she stopped responding. And so March 17th, hey, it's Alyssa, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. March third, and I'm just reading. So Please tell me this is a landline. Is the end of the story that this no, is a landline? No, 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 This oh, is no. her cell phone number. Okay, keep going. I have, this just goes to show sometimes it just doesn't work out. This is an example where I did everything right. Right. And at this time. Yeah. Maybe it'll work out in the future, but it's not working out right now. no. Um, and I had her in my Trello. So every time uh-huh. I was cleaning out my Trello, yeah. I sent her a message. Right. And I alternated. Sometimes it was an email. Sometimes I, I left her like six voicemails. Nothing. Since March. Yeah. Nothing. I thought she died. I don't know. Right? I and wrote letters after. Alyssa, this is relentless. I just, I was kind of on like a, I was kind of doing an experiment, if you will. You're like, can I turn this lady? Yeah.
1: Okay. She called you originally? Yes. This is wild. That's, I hate when people Please, call you and then reject you. I really want, I'm hoping this story has an ending, but I fear it does not. It is It is a funny ending.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm just going to read y'all March 17th, March 30th, April 4th, June 6th, June 21st, June 29th, July 16th, and then Monday this This week. Monday? This Monday. Oh my God. So instead of it saying, all the other times has just been like. Hey, um,
1: just checking in. Did this one say, "Would you like me to stop contacting yep. you"? Oh, God, please, please tell me what you said. So, Read us the text. So since March, no response, no response. Ghost
0: City, Ghost City. After a great phone call, and your are besties, and I'm just like making it my little experiment at this time, you know? Okay. So I finally said, "Hey, name." <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you would like me to take you off of my follow-up list. Or if you still are in need of a realtor, I would be happy to help. Just let me know either way. Okay. Please remove. My situation has changed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I said, will do. I will be here in the future if ever you need me.
1: But I just wanted to know what happened. (laughs) I don't care. Meanwhile... Me, after the second text, would have been like, their situation changed. (laughs) Well, that's normally me. (laughs) I want everyone listening to take note of how many times Alyssa followed up with this person. I mean, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with what you did. You did it all right. Yeah. And you were like, I need someone to tell me you weren't aggressive you i mean these were like a text message every couple yeah. of weeks it's and not like between the
0: text messages an email. i put her up on her monthly subdivision report she's still on that right maybe she'll show up later yeah, when her situation may. has, has changed. changed again but it. i don't know how we got off on this tangent uh, i think it's that it's okay i'm not upset about this right a lot of agents and we get messages sometimes from from people that are very upset <laughs> that they are- about a situation, you know, yeah. we we tend to at times take things so personal right? or really feel like mm. it's about us. Well, we don't have boundaries between who we are and our work. Right. So we feel if they have rejected our services, they have rejected us. us. I am not worthy. Not worthy. I am angry. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you can hear it in the tone. And I think sometimes you just have to Bring it back. No kidding. Bring it back and put into
1: perspective that it's okay. It's totally okay. Uh, I wanted to also mention that I've been thinking, and, you know, I live my life as an (laughs) under-scheduler. I like to keep things underscheduled. I don't like to overcommit. I want space. But I think that leaving space in your real estate schedule is really important. So I wouldn't, first of all, you don't want to overfill a day. Mm -hmm. Can you do listing photos and showings and an inspection and some all on the same day? Sure. Yeah. You can probably manage it. Um, are you going to be running like a crazy and are you going to skip lunch? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. So, And wh- how do I feel when I skip lunch? Hangry. Not good. Not calm.
0: Right. Not calm. And then if I have back-to-back-to-back appointments, I'm not checking my email usually.
1: Nope. So, yeah. So why you are in the driver's seat for most of your appointments, right? Mm-hmm. Like inspections, they're usually going to run through. Can you do it this day? No. Going to have to be the next day. Mm-hmm. All right closings you picked the closing date on your buyer's contract was it on your standard office day that's on you Mm -hmm. you picked that day i was just about to say office days keep me
0: so grounded yeah they really just keep me feeling proactive Mm -hmm. instead of constantly reactive when and look y'all like we've said if you can't schedule if you can't schedule a whole day where you don't see clients make it an office half day yes start somewhere designated but time. I will tell you once you start like a half day you're gonna want a whole day right like it but it has to be weekly.
1: Yeah, it has to be weekly because then you it's like you can pull up admin and get it done at that time. Mm -hmm. So you're not having to feel that stress that something's always needing to be addressed because you can do your weekly check-in at that time. You can make sure that all of the transactions are where they need to be or all the email templates are are sent or whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do is done during that time frame. So you've got to block that office time. and. You really should block off your off day. I understand that that might move, but what's your process? What's your system? Is it Saturday? Is your off day if you don't have appointments, but you'll have appointments Sunday? Is it vice versa? Do you always Mm -hmm. take off Tuesday? I think that very rarely do agents say, oh, I'm off on this day.
0: Yeah, it's Nor hard to I, do that. It's hard. And to, then when something comes up, you
1: feel like you have failed your boundaries. and
0: Right. You know, it's okay. You give no, yourself some
1: grace. There's no other industry where they expect you to work seven days a week. Mm-hmm. The, the the public or your clients, like no one is going to say, oh, wait, you're not available today. Well, then I'm going to go find another agent. Yeah, maybe that happens sometimes, but you at least are living your life. hmm Um, So I think scheduling is a huge part of being able to stay calm and have a calm feeling. In that side note,
0: I had one of my personal tips was to defer things. So if somebody needs something, it's totally okay to respond with, no problem, I will do that on Wednesday. Right. If you know your office day is like right around the corner or, yeah, no problem, I'll do that first thing in the morning. Right. But make sure it's, you know, A time that you can can accommodate. And when you mentioned scheduling the buyer's close date, Mm -hmm. same thing. We were just talking about this in the community about offer response times. Oh, right. I always put, depending on when I write the offer, my two go-to response times are 10 a.m. the next morning. Mm -hmm. That gives you all evening. Mm -hmm. That gives you the next morning to get your paperwork together to respond to the offer. Or if I'm sending it like early in the morning or, you know, first thing, maybe I give you until 3 p.m. Right. Because I pick my kids up at 4. Right. So, so response time of 5 want, is not good. No, I don't want a response at 5. And then I had this happen once where they – it was like a response time of 5, say. And I was in the middle of dinner and I did not have my phone on me. And by I I did dinner, I did the kids' bath and then I put them to bed. And it was like 7 30. And I had like all of these text messages and missed calls from my client in the two hours that I wasn't oh. because they were like, did they respond? Did they respond? And I'm like, I had even out of sight, out of mind. You're like, I'm living my life. Yeah. I I was not at a place where I could right. handle that transaction right, right then. It had to wait two hours and it was fine. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry. I was getting the kids to bed. Yes, I just checked my email. They did respond. But that's why I don't put five o'clock, five o'clock. You know, you have to really be mindful of your
1: schedule and like what works for you and your family and your life outside of work Mm because you don't just work. Right. You live. And that's good. It's in needed. That's good. Um, I also made a note that you probably need a system if you're feeling overwhelmed in your business because you're busy, then what is the system for overflow leads? What happens when you get a referral from a past client, maybe in an area you would work, but you're so busy that you can't work, what happens? Mm-hmm. This is, again, a system or a process. Do you have an agent that you re- partner with to refer to? Do you have a showing partner? Like, what? what is the process if you're like, ooh, I'm really feeling like I'm at the end of my capacity. Like, I can't take anything else. You can't just keep piling. Right. Because something has to suffer. Yeah. Right? Like, then you don't get to go home to dinner. Like, what? what's going to work? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think having that in place is important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The other thing I want to address when I thought about – calm in your real estate business, finding calm, I think um, we have to talk about market-specific anxiety. Okay. Okay, so having market awareness, if you're new and you're in a shifting market, which most of us are, um, you might be uncomfortable because maybe you started off great and you were busy and now it's like crickets Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. It is so important, like you and I, even probably me more than you because I dealt with a like a crash. Mm-hmm. I i am not worried that people are going to stop buying houses and I will never work again. Like just because the market shifts, I'm like, you know what? It's a slower time. Yes, maybe I have to make some financial sacrifices, but I'm not worried. I'm not like over the top um, worrisome because I know that real estate is a cyclical business that shifts will happen and then the market will change again mm-hmm. like you can't and you can't watch the news okay this is where you're I going had notes about who do you follow
0: right who do you hang out with right i always feel calm after podcast days yeah yeah out with you because right. i'm like i feel like we operate similarly even though we're very different yeah and it's always refreshing to hang out with someone that doesn't feel like they have to die for real estate right. every day. Right. But then there are some friends that after lunch with them, I feel you're inadequate. like oh my yes. God. I mean, it's just I you absorb who you hang out with and what you see totally. and what you watch. In fact, like it wasn't even a big deal, but you know, I love my newsworthy podcast. But there was just like a week where. It was kind of the same thing like over and over again. And You're I like, was like, I don't need to hear about ah, this. I didn't, even, I didn't even tune in. Like I just took a break for a week yeah. and then went back to it. And mm-hmm. it was fine. That issue was over. So it's like, what is, what are you following on Instagram? If there's someone, even if it's a good thing. Yeah. But it just makes you feel less than, maybe oh, yeah. mute them.
1: That's what I had in mind. Remove yourself from stressful or comparison-filled situations mm. online. Yes. If you have to leave the real estate Facebook group, leave it or turn off the notifications. If you have, same, mute friends. Um, If it's a geographical place in real life that does this to you, if it's going into your office and there's someone there that always is like stressing you out, just don't go for a few days if you you don't have to. Like Mm -hmm. just remove yourself from the situations that make you feel stressed out. And again, this requires you to consistently check in with yourself. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when you are, in said facebook group right how do you feel when you go into your office to just you know get some office work done but you're like i'll just do it here yeah how do you feel what happens Mm -hmm. take stock of what's going on in your life um i also wanted to say that um please be aware that when the market shifts not everything is urgent (laughs) maybe your buyers don't have to see it today like yeah. maybe six months ago in your area, they did, but mm-hmm. maybe, it, and it's so hard because when you get used to doing it one way, it's th- getting that through that shift part. And we have episodes obviously recorded about this recently. It's hard because mm-hmm. you're like, well, wait a minute. Why am I, my natural instinct is to, we got to go right now. Yeah, because that's where we've been living. But we don't. And so same thing though with my sellers. I'm like, you're not going to get an offer on day one, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you get a showing on day one, celebrate. If you get an offer on day five, great. Like. That's still really good. Yeah. But it's like those expectations can make you feel like everything's urgent and there's stress. Yeah. You just got to let it go. Um, I also noted that maybe you take a last minute trip mm. or a, a random extra day off if it slows. So the market shifts, things happen slow. It's hard. It's a business that's hard to predict, right? You know what I just brought back? What?
0: I used to do this all... So before COVID, I got a massage Mm -hmm. every other week. Okay, I love it. I know it's kind of a lot, but it was just, like, my thing. Right. I loved it. I scheduled around it. Okay. I had it on my off day, and then COVID happened, and then my, like, go-to girl didn't come back ever, and I just thought, well, I just recently, like, found a new one right by my house. Love it. And I am, for the last, like, two months, every other week, I get one.
1: And so you feel calm. I do. It helps. That's so good. So schedule the time for yourself. Yeah. Right? You have to put it in the schedule. Yeah. If you can take two days off, don't feel bad. Don't don't feel right. like, man, I didn't really work this week. Or even take a That's half okay. day. Yeah. Why? Okay. Well, good news. Your your afternoon opened up. That listing appointment canceled. Something happened. All right. Maybe it's time to just go take a nap. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's great. That's balance. I love a nap. Oh, me too. Um, I also noted that you need to trust the process. Mm. So are you doing what you need to do with your database? Then it's okay to take a day off. Like you have to kind of have a big picture of your business in order to feel calmness in your business. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I know that my business comes from this particular lead source. and so, and I have all those this in place to make sure that's still working, then I'm fine. Yeah. But if you're not doing anything and you don't know where your next client is coming from, I could see how it'd be really hard to relax. The nights that I have had trouble falling
0: asleep are usually the nights where I'm like, I knew I didn't do something I should have done that you need day. You needed to do. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just on your mind and you can't get it off. So yeah. if you're diligent with your time. I know. Yeah,
1: that's, that's really the most important part. Mm-hmm. Like just being aware of what needs to be done and getting it done. Yeah. Maybe you have to remove some of those... Um, superfluous activities. Like, sure, an agent tour would be fun. Sure, I'd like to go to my office sales meeting. You know, mm-hmm. like something, but maybe I want to take every class that they offer. But maybe you need to make a choice. Well, I only get to one class a week because I got to get a half day of office day. Yeah. And I can't trade my office day because I'm going to a class. It, it cannot work. Yeah. That's underscheduling though. Yeah. Got
0: to leave the spaces. I leave spaces so much because I just know For me, I need time to be able to address emails and get in there. You can't just always be away from your phone and no computer. No. Anything else about calm? It kind of goes back to how we always say, be the agent. We want our Hustle Humbly mm-hmm. listeners to be the agents oh, yeah. that other agents want to work with, right. that people want to work with. Yeah, um, Be different. Mm-hmm. Don't be the agent at the CE that's like, oh, I just have to have my laptop out the whole time because I can't actually right. function taking two hours to sit through this class. You This know, is-
1: Ridiculous to me. And I've
0: said before, that team leader that always is on me. I liked when he talks to me for me to be like, I'm great. Business is great. How are you? Right. I'm content.
1: Right. I'm happy. I don't need to be in a ten home.
0: Yeah. Like, go, 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 go.
1: Right. Maybe that's their personality. Maybe right. that's what we're like, you. Kind of like I want people to look at me and be like, wow, right.
0: Wow. You can actually like function and, and sell real estate at the same yeah. time. Oh.
1: Interesting. Yeah. It's like such a puzzle.
0: I know. It's a mystery. I like being a little bit of a mystery. So yeah. so be
1: that person. Be the one that's different, that other agents want to work well, with. you know what? This is equivalent to being present in your life at any time. Do you yeah. have to have your phone at lunch with your friend? Nope. Do you have to have it at dinner with your family? Nope. Nope. Like how present are you? Mm-hmm. And if you're present in your real estate business while you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you'll get it done faster and then you'll have more time.
0: This was good, good old podcast there Do you
1: feel calmer? Thank you, Delilah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for <laughs> podcast therapy. <laughs> Breathe deep, breath in and out. <laughs> I do. Um, I, when especially when Ainsley was a little bit younger, I would do meditations for her at night. She had <gasps> trouble. I've been doing them with hate going to sleep. So yeah. I do them because what's more soothing than your own mother's voice? After a while, I would record a couple and she could play them on like her little iPad or whatever. Oh, that's neat. Because she loved them. And I'm like, okay, sometimes it's a lot. Yeah, every night we meditate. You know, we're, we're near the side of the stream. (laughs) <laughs> picking up the soft, round rod. You do have a very soothing voice. Thanks. I really, I really try hard not to get people all amped up. Right. <laughs> okay, are you ready for a toast? I am. Fab. Um, this toast comes to us from community member Brittany Wheeler. Okay. Brittany would like to toast to Amber Weghorn from the Coldwell Banker Real Estate. Um, we've known each other for years, and when she found out I was pursuing real estate... Um, reached out to let me know about the Hustle Humbly podcast and guidance and guided her during the journey. She says the Hustle Humbly podcast has led to realistic expectations that I didn't have before. Great. So we should say thank you to Amber for sharing the show. Um, That's so nice though. That's so easy too. Yeah. You could be so supportive of the people around you just by sharing resource. Sure. This is easy. So cheers to Amber. Cheers. Thank you to Brittany And y'all take some deep breaths and just relax. Yeah, everything's okay. Everything
0: is okay. (laughs) All right, goodbye.